my friends, it's Andy and Heidi coming to you live from Yorba Linda, California for the Living Fearless Devotional. A production of ResurrectMinistry.com in partnership now with the Real Life Network. Woohoo! We're excited to be part of the Real Life Network um, out of Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills and Pastor Jack Hibbs. So check out our content on, check out the app too. If you haven't checked it out yet, please uh, go there and peruse the content. It's still getting built, folks. So uh, they're still uploading content all the time. Uh, so it's, it's good to check it out every now and then and see what else is new and go to our, our website, resurrectministry.com, where we also have resources, pastors and, and you know, new Bibles that you may not have seen before books you may like to read and all of our previous content. So if you'd like to get in touch with us through social media, like share and subscribe our content, you could do that from the website. And if you'd like to drop us a line, we love to read your comments. Uh, please reach out, send us an email, whatever um, is on your heart to talk to us about. We love to hear from you. And if this ministry blesses you in any way, please um, click the donate now button and partner with us. Yes. And while you're watching the show, like, share, subscribe, <laughs> comment, right. tell us where you're from. Yes. And just like this, this is Lisa saying, well, yes. okay, emoji hi. She's not saying hi. Uh, and then Carrie's trying to palm up, trees. one one upper with extra emojis <laughs> and a sunshine. <laughs> and Cindy's on. Hey, and Cindy. Iris. Right off the bat, we got our our peeps on. All right, we're reading from Charles Spurgeon, Morning by Morning, for June nineteenth. The reference is Acts two four. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit, not just one or two of them. All of them. All of them. Pentecost. From the pen of Charles Spurgeon, the rich, the rich blessings of the day of Pentecost and the ultimate consequences of the sacred infilling of the Holy Spirit in Christian souls are impossible to uh, overestimate. Huge. Indeed, it is impossible to separate life, comfort, light, purity, power, peace, and many other precious blessings from the presence of the benevolent spirit. As sacred oil, the Holy Spirit anoints the head of believers, setting us apart to the priesthood of saints and gracing us with everything we need to execute our calling and position well. As the only truly purifying water, he cleanses us from the power of sin and sanctifies us unto holiness, working in us to, to will and to act according to the good purposes. As the light he first reveals to us our lost estate and then continues to real, reveal the Lord Jesus to us and in us and guides us in the way of righteousness. Thus, enlightened by his pure celestial rays, we who were one, once darkness are now light in the Lord. As fire, he not only purges the dross from us, but also gets our consecrated nature ablaze. He is the flame of the altar of sacrifice upon which we are enabled to offer our entire beings as living sacrifices to God. As heavenly dew, he removes our barrenness and fertilizes our lives. Oh, that he would fall in this way on us even this morning. For such early morning dew would be such a blessed start to our day. As the dove, the Holy Spirit broods over his church and the souls of believers with wings of peaceful love. And as the comforter, he dispels the cares and doubts and disturb, 
that disturb the peace of his beloved people. He descends on his chosen as he did upon the Lord Jesus at his baptism in the Jordan River. And he bears witness to our son, sonship by working a family spirit in us by which we call out Abba, Father. As the wind, he brings the breath of life to people and blows wherever he pleases, performing life-giving miracles by which his spiritual creation is made alive and sustained. My prayer to God is that we would sense his presence today and every day. Amen. Wow. A whole nother list of uh, fantastic things he gives us right? that we, we must acknowledge and be aware of and, and, and not try forget. to remember. So two things jump out at me. Mm-hmm. You want me to start? Yes, of course. Uh, the imagery of the dove. So after I read about that, when John the Baptist was baptizing um, Jesus in the Jordan, I used to visualize that um, as often as I could. I would visualize myself in the Jordan and then looking up and seeing that dove, uh, the spirit of God in the form of the dove shooting its heavenly rays down on me. And so I love this devotional is saying is that is what the dove does for all of us. Mm. And uh, and I'm so glad that that I mean, because this is the first time, honestly, that I've had that visualization affirmed. Oh, this devotional. Wow. I've been doing it for, you know, five plus years or whatever. And this devotional affirms that imagery to me. Um, so I love that. That's a big deal to me. And I can confirm that image because we were out in Arizona once and we were riding in the desert, the, the barren desert of dirt and, right? and heat and nothing else. We suddenly come around a corner. There's a little oasis of a river. And you said it reminded you of the Jordan River. I remember that. And you laid there like a, a goddess on the side of the, <laughs> on the side of the river. Filled with dirt. <laughs> yeah. So I love that. Um, and then I also love the imagery of the oil because it reminds me of when Samuel went out to anoint David and he first got introduced to all of Joseph's sons. And then he's like, no, no, none of these, none of these until he saw David, the shepherd boy come in and then poured the oil on him. And that's how they used to anoint um, the next in line. And so it's, I love that imagery too, that he's saying that that's what he does with us because we're the royal priesthood. It's now us that are those prophets and rulers. Mm. And so um, I think that's a really cool imagery too, is to um, visualize that sacred oil that the Holy Spirit anoints us with. And so as we're thinking about all these things that he gives us um, is to call on that. I, I, visualizations help me. So in other words, I would say if we're saying that uh, we're trying to remind ourselves that we have, he gives us everything we need to execute our calling and our position. And that's symbolized by the oil of prophecy that he anoints, that he's always throughout time anointed his chosen ones with. Mm -hmm. And so if you could just visualize that, then you could be reminded of uh, the fact that he's given us all that we need. Mm. I think that that's just beautiful. Those two. Yeah. In addition I, to 10 others that are in here. <laughs> or there's a lot of things and the, the things that aren't listed, but it, yet it reminds me of how this kind of makes me feel is that it, it just looking at our life and the, the things that we have uh, that we are so fortunate for. So and, and those things are only uh, given to us through the grace of God. Amen. I mean, we have to look at all of it, whether it's the cars we drive or the meals we can eat 
you know, out. Yes. The, the, uh, what was I, what I have corn, corn beef on a, and cheese on a plate. <laughs> Look good though. <laughs> but it was really good. And I was really happy to be eating it. Uh, and so, but taking that opportunity when I see, and I know this, you find this funny, but I like our, the little bird feeder I put out there and seeing yes. even the squirrel over there stealing food. It makes me laugh and giggle. Ravaging. Yeah. <laughs> Ravaging the bird feeder. <laughs> and most of all, um, what I liked was that you were making me some ice cream earlier today. And and the ability and churned ice cream. The folks. ability to laugh at it going horribly wrong. <laughs> where I you were screaming. <laughs> I was upstairs. I heard you screaming. Uh, I went running downstairs to see you covered in in heavy whipping cream. And heavy, heavy whipping cream from the blender being strewn about the <laughs> island and all over the floor. Um, it was like literally a heavy cream tornado just ransacked the entire kitchen. But I got to tell you, I, and, and this is this is purely God working in in our life. And, and I think and especially your life where maybe in, in another life, in an old life, that wouldn't have been so hilarious. <laughs> making homemade ice cream <laughs> but it was just the, the everything the everything that you were they were sitting there making ice cream <laughs> and that then it didn't go well and it went everywhere and we just laughed and uh, thought it was so funny and laughed yeah, while you we of course had to take pictures of it I take pictures and, and i shared on the family uh, text but I, I really truly speaks to this devotional to me oh. i mean i could be seeing this entirely wrong but no. it's just he's asking us uh, uh, charles is to really look at everything yes. that that in, in so many different ways that god brings um life to your to your life yes hope that makes sense life you know to your mean? life i mean yes. a positive life to your life i mean you, you can look at everything you can look you could choose to look like, at one at, at a negative way or a positive way but well, it's just the, the light the comfort the, the light the yep. purity the power the peace yeah the precious blessings yes the precious yeah. blessing that we have the ability to have a tool that they probably don't have in the deep dark you know, no. recesses of Africa or the Amazon no. um, and be able to do something like that and then make a mess of it and be okay with it, you yes. know, and, and not uh, worry about spilt milk. I thought that, <laughs> I mean, I just can, I just see so much uh, of God in just about everything uh, and more than I ever did before Amen. and seeing it in there. So I think that's, that's a, a blessing too. Yeah. I think that's pretty cool. Um, let's go, let's go to Jim first. Because I don't know if I remember what Jim had to say from reading it earlier. We read it uh, way earlier than we normally do. But what does Jim have to say? Another consequence and a beautiful benefit of having the Holy Spirit is assurance. This is how we know that Jesus lives in us. We know it by the Spirit He gave us. And that's first John 3 24. The Spirit Himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. That's Romans 8 16. Through the power of the Spirit, the very life of Jesus is given to us. Thus, the Spirit is also known as the Spirit of Christ, and it is His Spirit who led the Old Testament prophets as the following passage attests. Concerning this salvation, the prophets who spoke of the grace that was to come to you searched intently and with the greatest care, trying to find out the time and the circumstance to which the Spirit of Christ in them was pointing when He predicted the sufferings of Christ and the glories that would follow. It was revealed to them by the Holy Spirit sent from heaven. Even angels long to look into these things. First Peter 1, 10 through 12. And that's so beautiful that they 
just like us intuitively knew the Christ was coming mm. and believed that. And I love that concept of the spirit in us is telling us you like you should, the, how pastor Jack always mentions to us that you should have the surety of faith. You should know with certain mm. that you have the indwelling of the Holy spirit and that we have, um, the surety of eternal life. And it's so awesome that it's literally the spirit in us, the spirit of Christ that tells us, yes, you do. Mm. You have no doubt. Yes, I'm here. Isn't that kind of cool when you think about it? So it's not our head saying it. It's the spirit in us saying, yes, you do. Wow. It just made me look at it entirely different than right. That's what that's what I'm saying. Like I, it's it, it's a small difference, but it's a huge difference because we always like to think it's us ourselves that are like, oh yeah, no, I know I'm saved, but it's the spirit in us that's testifying you are saved. I'm not too sure if this is the same thing or not, but it kind of reminds me with our uh, kids when they have a rough go of uh, a friendship or a boyfriend girlfriend really a breakup or something in there they may be in their room or they may be in the car with us and they're feeling they feel alone or sad that now they don't have this one person in their life mm -hmm. and, and it's and we uh, in a similar way embrace them and tell them you you forget that you have somebody that loves you yes you have jesus and you have us we love you you have an entire family Yes. And although at the time, maybe they, you know, they, they fight and, and, and quibble between them, but it is easy for them to forget that they will never be alone. Yes. Even though at the moment they feel alone Amen. and we have to sit there and remind them, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. Same I love God, you. Right? I, 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 I love you no matter what. Uh, yeah. So it, it, it seems to be very similar. Yeah. We can, they can forget, like we can forget that he's here. Yes. And sometimes we need a little bit of a reminder. Um, but he speaks to us and says, I'm with you. We just have to listen. And uh, don't forget that I'm here with you. Let's see who said, oh, Iris had something to say here. It's like when you, you're you sick and the elders pray over you and anoint you with oil. That's the other visualization. Yeah. Yes. You know, that's a, another new concept in the Christian faith. The, the, the oil that got brought out at Mariamas, I think, was the first time I saw it. Oh, but uh, it's in the Bible. Yeah, but I again, where I went to, who? <laughs> I was anointed with oil at Friends Church. So you you, were, you didn't pay attention. Some of them do it. That uh, might be a new thing. I, I don't. I don't ever. See I think anything. it all depends on who uh, who's doing the praying. Mm. Because one lady had a thing of oil. She asked me, "Do you want me to anoint you?" And I, she, she said, "Do you mind if I use oil?" And I said, "No." Yeah, absolutely. Well, up up to that point, the only people I knew that used oil were the Mormons when they came into our house to pray over. One of the oh, one of the kids oh my God. when it was when oh, really? was yeah, and so when I saw I go oh oil oh wait I a minute have I gotten <laughs> is this okay? That's a need I didn't yeah. know that. Yep, yeah. uh, and a purple heart from Lisa. <laughs> maybe about the story of the us parents with kids. Oh, maybe I think so. Um, uh, let's get to the scripture. Well, because because we have a lot of scripture, so let's get to that before. We get into a story, a hideous story. A hideous story. Yeah. Acts uh, two four. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit 
gave them utterance. Oh, that's a diff- I didn't like this this version. <laughs> I changed it to the version I normally what use. What am I reading? <laughs> Philippians two thirteen. <laughs> For it is God who works in you to will and to act in according to fulfilling his good purpose. He is working in you to will and to act. Again, that's that will coming Mm. out. His good purpose. His. Matthew 21, 32. For John came to you to show you the way of righteousness, and you did not believe him, but the tax collectors and the prostitutes did. And even after you saw this, you did not repent and believe him, mm. referring to John the Baptist. And Ephesians 5.8, for you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Live as children of light. And, and it's interesting uh, grammar, for you were not once in darkness, you literally were, were darkness. darkness. <laughs> That's deep, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Did you think about that too when you saw that? I was like, wait, what's with the punctuation here? That's Mm. literally, let's see what the living translation says. For once you were full of darkness, but now you have light. But I think I like it better with you were once just darkness. I think Charles says pretty much the same thing. Yeah. Romans 12.1. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Matthew 3.16, when he had had been baptized, Jesus came up immediately from the water, and behold, the heavens were opened to him, and he saw the Spirit of of God descending like a dove and alighting upon him. Alighting. Alighting. Those rays of light. That's That's what the movies are helpful for. Because, of course, my visualization comes as a result of the movies that I've seen of Jesus and the dove in the Jordan, you know? Yeah. Galatians 4, 6, because you are his sons, God says this sends, God sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, the spirit who calls out, Abba, Father. Genesis 2, 7, then the Lord formed a man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and the man became a living being. John 3, 8, the wind blows wherever it pleases. You hear it sound but you cannot tell from where it comes or where it is going. So it is with everyone born of the spirit. I got two things from this. Um, uh, The Romans. So therefore I urge you brothers and sisters, and this is again, this is Romans 12 one. Therefore I urge you brothers and sisters in view of God's mercy to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. So it just, Again, these things just dawn on me, and I know that these are probably old hats to all of you people, you and everybody listening. But when I think of the living sacrifice, I think of uh, Jesus, the living sacrifice, that he was tortured and hung on a cross and um, spit on and all those types of things. Um, But simply, what I think we have to do is share his gospel, and, and I am one of those people that have hesitated to share the gospel that my living sacrifice is to go into that area of um, discomfort. Right. (laughs) That Jesus gave his life for us when was tortured. Yet I struggle with just sharing the gospel. Sometimes like one-on-one I can do it to a group. 
but I can't. It's hard for me to sit next to hey, Have you heard about Jesus Yeah, Christ? whatever is yeah. a sacrifice to you. Absolutely. Yeah. Because it says that, you know, that it's like that old adage, you you say you're willing to die for me, but are you willing to live for me? Right. So that's what this expression is, is that you're willing to give your life as a sacrifice, not your yep. death. Yep. And live every day so that people can right. see how you're living to even talk about it uh, with people. And the, um, and the sacrifices you make for being holy. So yep. you're offering yourself as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing. So being holy is not easy. No, no. You give up a lot of things to be healed. Yeah. And then I go back to, was it easy for him to get beaten and no. tortured and hung on a cross? No. <laughs> and so I'm not laughing at that. I'm just saying, I'm laughing at my silliness. Right. Is that the, 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 my discomfort. How does it compare? Like, oh, I, just, I just don't, you know, what if they say no? Or what if they walk away? Or what if they go pshaw and they, they turn away? Um, today we had uh, two women at our home today that were uh, married. Um, and they were here as customers of mine as, as I was helping them with something. And I gave them both a hug when I saw them. And, um, and I don't look at them, you know, I, I, I want, I, I don't, it's, it's such a natural thing for me that I don't look at it them any differently than us, but I surely want them to look at Christians that love them. Sure. And, and I wanted them to feel something that, you know, these two Christians that they came into our home, because they can clearly see we're Christians when they walk in the house. Right. They did see the, the picture of the lion that we have, but they thought that it was because you were a Leo and not because <laughs> the, the lion was a representation of Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They go, who's the Leo? And I, and I kind of like, I go, how did, would you know that one of us was a Leo? And then I kind of looked up in our living room and there was the picture. I go, I think. And what did you say? I said, I, well, I know I'm not. <laughs> I don't know the, the So thing. you didn't explain that the lion is representative. I didn't. It didn't nod on me. I, 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 it took me a sec. I know. It, it you was had later. an opportunity to I know. It messed me up it. because I go, how do they know? that? It, but it was later on that I saw the, oh, they, the lion picture. Oh. And I said, well, I, I think my wife is. I don't know what you are. What are you? Sagittarius. Sagittarius. <laughs> but we don't believe those things. Yeah, I don't know. What, I see. I don't even know what they are. I, I just know that I'm Pisces. Um. And I go, well, I guess my wife is because I'm not. But I didn't know, I didn't know how you she didn't knew. didn't know the context of that. Statement. No, it wasn't until later I looked up. I go, oh, it was the lion that was on the wall. And I, oh and I could. God, and so see, weird. I miss those little. But also, I think if they, there is some nervousness. See, I want them just to see it. It's the, it's the outwardness of it that I struggle with. Yes. And that's, I see this now. And I say, Andy, see, I'm telling you, I know the living sacrifice. All you need to do is share. All you need to be is a little bit more bold yes. that, and that's your piercing compared to my piercing. Right. <laughs> you didn't say, or my, your, these Fair are your trade. stripes. Yeah, my, my stripes are way more severe, but I, yes. I'm just, you're just getting a little, 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 little tap. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. you know what I mean? Absolutely. And say, so I just keep, I keep failing and I, and I want to do better. And I want to read this and have this burnt into my skull. I need to be a living sacrifice and I'm still struggling with that part of it. We all I, need, I need to do better. <sighs> but yeah, yeah, this whole thing. Like, but so the other one, and this has really nothing to do with the uh, the devotional. But when I hear about uh, Adam nowadays, um, I don't know, it was something I, I read, uh, I think, in one of the, my most recent books that I got. But um, I was just, he was just talking about that Adam was tasked with naming all the animals. Mm. And what a task that is. 
that he was given. I mean, there's a lot of animals on this planet. Right. Do you, and I, Mike, what do you, I mean, did you just take it? Uh, was it just, he kept it in his memory and then shared with his children? Oh, that's a lion. That's a tiger. Oh, that's a bear. That's a platypus. I don't know. That's a fly. Or they instinctively knew it in their hearts. Yeah, I'm just wondering after he them. named him, what did he do with that information? I don't know. Did he write it on a on the on the a, on, on a cave wall? <laughs> Is that what all those pictures are? Oh my goodness! But I just I just That's thought deep. about that for the first time. I mean, yeah, I, again, I've read it probably I don't know how many times, but it just didn't really dawn on me what that must have taken for him to do that. That's deep. I don't know. <laughs> How far did he walk to find animals? Did he did he actually seek them out, or as they just kind of came across his path, did he name them? Gorilla. Yeah. Giraffe. <laughs> Hippo. Centipede. <laughs> like, did he know that it was a, a, cent, a centipede was a hundred legs or I, a thousand legs, whatever a centipede is, a thousand legs? I don't know. Isn't that crazy when you think about it? It is. And then you really begin to think of how did he name the fish? I don't know. <laughs> It's a lot to wrap your I head around. I want to know. It is a lot to wrap your head around. Because it's a simple statement, right? And then, you know, Adam was given the, you know, had to name all the animals on the earth. And then you're like, okay, whatever. Yeah, and you just move on. Yeah. But then you really think about it and you go, oh, okay. What about polar bears? How did he get to the polar bear? Did he even see a polar bear? Right. Mm, so, so wild, right? Wild. <laughs> For sure. I guess somebody had to name them all at some point, which would have been Adam, so that Noah knew how many spaces to 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 make available for the animals that were gonna the two oh, animals. You think he you think he devised the size base? Well, God gave him the dimensions, but you think it's he oh he had compartments for Yeah, and it had bedding. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, Lisa's gonna bring up the adventure. She's gonna be like, no, 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 that's not what happened. <laughs> you gotta go out to see the ark, you two, with all of your Genesis questions. Uh what's that? What did Iris say here? Uh she's planning to go to Israel, and the oh. first thing she wants to do is get baptized in the Jordan. Oh, that would be awesome. That would be awesome. Is the Jordan Jordan clean these days? I don't know. The water looks pretty muddy. Mur murky. I don't think it's, I don't know what kind of dirt, but it's muddy. I mean, it looks brown. I presume that's not, that's oh, not like. Oh, yeah, hopefully it's not like the rivers that run through India. Like, um, like uh, I think it's Delhi. Yeah. There's a, it's nasty. There's like dead yeah. bodies in it. And fecal contamination and people go in there all the time. The Jordan. Not the Jordan. <laughs> Who knows? And, oh. Andy's a, Adam story hits a little different. Like they say today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just really intriguing to me to try to figure that out. I can see. Mm. Not so, something I thought of myself, but I can see where it's coming from. Yeah, I, you know, I take I take those things into a whole new direction, I think, than, yes. than some people. Uh, oh, what's Carrie have to say? I think they came to him, Andy. Did he give them all names like Joe or Sam? And there were only two of each kind, only two bears to begin with, maybe? Yeah, see? You know, I don't think he gave them, like, personal names. He named the animals their species, no, Carrie? I like Carrie. They, 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 you know, here's Fred. Fred the rhino. <laughs> <laughs> but 
I mean, what is the Bible referring to? He's, the the naming of the animals, meaning yes. their their biological name, not their Fred and Sam name. Yes, I, I think. I don't so. know, Carrie, but I do like Carrie taking Carrie's it. point. Just it's blowing my mind here I love for a that. second. She's she has laugh emojis, so I know she's making the joke. But yeah, maybe. But it is. <laughs> she said, "I'm being silly. Don't yeah. go crazy, you two. <laughs> Uh, that's wild yeah it, i mean just it's so interesting to me like where would he come up with the with the the nomenclature the, yeah like how would you did, ape was he the one who did the latin version of the animals because you know canis uh, you know uh for canine yeah <laughs> are you using swear words no, but there's a Latin he name. In Aramaic, he didn't come up with the English. How do you? One. Adam did. How do you know that? Er, I don't know. He could have been Latin. I just assumed it was because there's the scientific Latin name for each one of the species of animals. Right. So maybe that's what he came up with. Not necessarily. Do we know bear. what language Adam spoke, folks? That's a good question. Who knows? Yeah. Who, who's been to the uh, the Ark? <laughs> Lisa, <laughs> Lisa, she see. She said, uh, "Arcus definitely blows your mind." Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, we gotta go. We gotta go to the encounter. Yes, we'll ask them those questions. They better know too. Well, I think they give you those headsets to answer all those questions. Hmm. So interesting. So yesterday we had this. Oh, uh, one more, one more thing here. Carrie says what? My last job was to think outside the box to break <laughs> systems. I guess I didn't entirely retire. <laughs> That's funny. I love that. Um, so yesterday we brought up that we went to a restaurant uh, and then out of the blue in a, in a restaurant full of a couple hundred people uh, city, seated next to us in the middle of yes. our meal was uh, people that sit near us at Calvary Chapel, Gino Hills. Yes. Which is very odd. And uh, we were trying to figure out why because we ended up talking about our carnivore diet. Um, and then did you not get a message from them today? They got a message today for the details about the diet. Yeah. So yeah. that could be the connection. It could be. Cause there, there's definitely something going on with his health. Yes. So, and it's definitely gut related. Gut related. Yeah. Yeah. That's so that could deal. be it. I think did they seem very cool. interested. I, you know, I, I am grouped in that Texas, but you know how I am. Yeah. If you, once you start answering, I, I zone out. So what, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, once you see I'm on the text, yeah, like, oh, phew. Yeah. I'm she's going to answer. <laughs> I'm off the hook. Did they seem like they were like interested in yes. the information? Oh, good. Yes, absolutely. The sad news is, is what we also learned is their meal was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> what happens when you eat more than just a steak at a very busy restaurant? <laughs> we were very lucky because our, our steak was amazing. Yes. Uh, we didn't have a lot to mess up. But I felt bad that they drove all the way down there. And yeah. Their highlight was actually running into us, I think. I think so. <laughs> you think so? Maybe. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, Bible does not say what language they spoke, but she guessed ancient Hebrew. Mm. Hmm. All, all of that really interests me as to how that all started. You know, the, the languages and. And how it changed from region to region. Oh, no, that is from the Tower of Babel. They used mm. to, everyone used to all speak one language. And then when they tried to build the tower to reach God. Oh, that's right. 
then God confounded the people and changed everybody's language. That's right. We used to all speak one. I don't know why I didn't think about that. Hmm. But yeah, what was the original language? What was the original language? And maybe that language doesn't even exist ancient, anymore. Ancient Hebrew. Or that language doesn't exist anymore because when God confounded everybody and mixed up the languages, that original one may be gone. Hmm. Or any of those any of those languages were any of those English? I don't think so. <laughs> maybe. Well, eventually it started to it encompassed a wide portion of the earth, so I don't know how far back it goes. No, I think he f further wanted to confound people because everybody that I know who's, who uh, has a, where English is their second language, they say it's the most difficult language out of all of them. Really? Because Yeah, because we have there, there, and there, which I all thought, mean different things, but I they're spelled differently. I thought it was supposed to be. Um... No, no, no. Well, I, as far as I understand, my friend who's uh, from Argentina, he goes, this, you guys have the craziest language because it, you have different. You have the same words that mean different things depending on how you're using them. Wow. Yeah. And then we don't have feminine male right. versions of the words. So to most of the languages, at least the Latin languages are all they're male, female uh, in, in many things that they talk about. Interesting. And so that's how you have to know whether you're going to use la or el. Like is a boat female or male? And you have to know whether it's male or female. <laughs> You're losing me. You're losing me. The devil is in the details. The devil is in the details. Oh, boy. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> my eyes are glazing over. Oh, my gosh. Babel. Yes, the Tower of Babel. That's how we get babbling. Babbling. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. But uh, there you go. Anything else, Schnooks? <laughs> I think that's it. Wait, I just heard like some type of wild animal come into our house. <laughs> what was that? The teenager? Yeah, the teenager. She was huffing and puffing. And growling. Yes. Are you sure there's nothing else? You know, I, does anything I, else happen to you today? I think we covered it. You gave my whole whipped cream tornado story. and Yep. That was amazing. You guys should have seen it. I actually could bring up pictures if they... If they I think them. it's okay. Yeah. They'll see them on your Facebook. Isn't well, not everybody Facebook? follows me on Facebook. A lot of them do. Yeah. Only the people that are amazing follow me on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> we love you guys. Thank we you for bearing you. with us. Thank you so much. Um, so just enjoy everything that God has given you. Really think about everything. Yes. The, the, the light, the grace, the love. Make sure and just think about that every day. Look for that in everything. The even anointing. In, even in the bad things. The anointing he gave you to fulfill your purpose. Yep. His purpose. The his dove purpose. and the oil. I love it. All right. We love you guys. God okay. bless. God bless. Take care.